So when you're having a rough day or when you're just stressed, too much stress at work, you go home or you call up who? You call up your best buddy. And that's who we have in the studio today. We have your best buddy. Hopefully soon it will be your best buddy. (laughs) Best Buddies is in with us, Lindsay Jewett from Best Buddies. And Jake and Nancy, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. us. Now, when we say Best Buddies, this is a national organization, right, International. International organization. But in Rochester, this is still kind of a new word for us. A new 18 months. Okay. It's been a little crazy 18 months, but, but a good crazy um, we came into the area in June of last year, so a little over a year, actually, um, and opened 24 schools, impacted hundreds of lives, but still people don't know who we are and what we do, which is always a little crazy to me because I feel like I'm super involved with everybody. But like, Why doesn't um, everybody know about what, this? Yeah. What is happening? I go to different events and talk to people like, what is it? I'm like, oh, here we go. Right, so we Let's pair start up, from the beginning then. Yeah. So we pair up children that have intellectual and developmental disabilities with their peers that do not. So we work now we're working elementary through college school districts. Okay. Um, so we are pairing up kids from kindergarten to seniors in college. Um, and we find a match for them, whether it be in their exact grade or somewhat of their grade level, and make sure that they have someone in their school that they feel that they can go to, that they feel like they can have an impact with. So when you said in the beginning, you know, schools, that's what you're referring to. Yeah. So to all of our programs school. currently okay. work out of schools, whether it be a school district, a school building, a college. Um, we do have other programs that run outside of those, but we have not opened them yet here. Um, okay. So hopefully soon. But everything that we do right now runs out of schools. Okay. And now how... How does Best Buddies stay afloat? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were brought that, to that's the always the big question, right? Whenever uh, any nonprofits are fun like that. So um, we were brought to the area by the Galasano Foundation. Okay. Um, they have graciously funded us for a couple of years, um, but we need people to kind of support us as well to make sure that we're viable ten years from now. Um, we are international. The organization itself has been around for almost thirty years. Okay. So we are a standing. Uh, organization in the in the country. Um, our founder is JFK's nephew and Eunice Shriver's son. So we have a lot of connections to Special Olympics, um, a lot of connections to, you know, organizations that really empower other people. So we're in a good spot. Okay. It's just people need to know that we're here. <laughs> right. We got to spread the word locally. Yeah, definitely. That you are here. But success is surely to follow. Yeah. I mean, even it, it was kind of unheard of to open that many schools that quickly. So we know that, that the need is here and that people okay. want it and people will embrace it. It's just they need to know. And at the end of the day, for a lot of nonprofits, that's a problem. You don't know that something is there to help other people until someone identifies it to you. Right. Um, usually you open 10 schools in the first year. I opened 20. Wow. So you you just kind of push through and just keep having the conversation and keep pushing and advocating for other people. You know, the program doesn't directly affect me. Like, I I don't have a buddy or whatever, but I watch the impact on the kids and the families and even the schools. The schools become a more inclusive place for kids, and that's huge. So, Is there any school or – well, you probably don't want to do this. <laughs> but is there any school or district that you're struggling to reach out to that maybe if they're listening or somebody who can <laughs> – we have a couple and a couple of big, bigger name ones. Um, you know, we haven't had a good footing in a lot of districts. I mean, right now we're in Pittsburgh, we're in Brighton. We just got into Penfield. We're in one or two Greece schools. And we think about Greece and how big Greece is. Yes. Um, that's only two buildings. We have a lot of want from parents. There's a just, lot of schools in Greece. There's, there's like okay. 50. It's craziness. Yes. Yes. Um, but like a lot of ones are not involved. Fairport's not involved. Rush Henrietta is not involved. Um, and those are bigger districts um, with large populations of individuals that have IDD. So we want to get in there. We want to help. Part of the issue is people feel like they either have programs that exist that look like ours 
or that they're already doing something in their school. And when they meet with us and they understand what we actually do, it's completely different from what everyone else is doing. All right. So let's go. Let's stop for a second and, and explain then. What is the difference? So a lot of the organizations that are in schools right now that are similar to our model um, are a volunteer effort. Okay. So our organization is not a volunteer effort. It is a relationship building. When we pair someone like Jake with someone up like Nancy, it is a fit. It is we are making sure that they have a good starting foot and that they are actually going to be friends. Nancy doesn't put in hours for volunteering. She doesn't get school credit for being there. She doesn't get an accolade, you know, something from the school saying, oh, you completed this so you don't have to take this class. Good job. You're a good person. Here's, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're we not- really work to build relationships. And that's very different. And it's a program that's almost free to districts. It's under $500 to have the program for a year. Um, that's what we have the schools pay. That's all they ever pay. Um, and we really work on advocacy skills and leadership skills, which are so important for both sides of our, our organization. Yeah. Um, teaching kids how to advocate for themselves at the doctors. That's a huge thing. Um, teaching kids to advocate for themselves when they don't want to do something in a proper way, not a negative way. So we do a lot of different um, parts of of inclusion and what it looks like. Okay. So now, Nancy, what got you involved in this? Now, you're in college, though, right? Yeah. You're on the college side of, of this. What got you involved in it? Um, so I've always had a huge passion for working with those with disabilities. And I heard about this program and a uh, professor on campus like reached out to me she goes hey we're trying to get this program here and so I'm like yeah I'd love to do it and I actually used to play uh, college across for Nazareth College and I didn't really know if I liked it anymore but um, I heard about this program and I could not pass up the opportunity so I actually quit lacrosse so I could become president really? of this program so what was the biggest takeaway um just seeing the friendships that like develop and seeing how the campus is kind of like transformed i mean natural college has always been inclusive but like even like more inclusion yeah. you know just seeing like we have a traditional program on campus with some of those students that were so quiet we have one this one boy who you could hardly hear him speak and then like now he like he's oh, so loud no. he's awesome and that's because of like his buddy that's because of our events that we have um that's because like people are encouraging him to like open up and like this is a safe place to open up like don't be don't let your disability like define you and also for those that don't have like a disability it gives you like more um insight it gives you more experience it like shows you that these are people too that it's not any like any differences you know more alike than different it's probably uncomfortableness or Mm -hmm. awkwardness or i'm not sure yeah we have a lot of kids that start the program that they want to do it because they have it in them to, to be a good human. Everybody wants to, right. Everybody um, has a heart. But, but they'll right. say, you know, I don't want a buddy. I just want to come and hang out. And then by the end of their first event, most people switch and say, I want to be this oh, person's buddy because awesome. they've made a connection with somebody. Um, you know, students like the student that Nancy's talking about, the reason that student shut down was because he had realized he was different oh. when he was in his teenage years. And at that point, oh, those are such awkward years, awkward years for, for all anybody, of us, for anybody. I mean, right? I'm still awkward at 33 yeah, years yeah. old, but I mean, that's for him. He realized he was different. He realized that there was something that was, you know, unique about him and mm-hmm. he didn't mesh with everybody else and things that he wanted to do and wanted to be a part of. He couldn't be because of whatever restrictions were going on in his life. Um, and he shut down and he for years did not have the ability to really wow. communicate properly. Um, we see that a lot. We see a lot more smiles. You know, a lot of our kids, some of our kids are nonverbal completely, but you see their reactions when they see their mm-hmm. buddies. We work really closely with Holy Childhood and those kids, some of those kids are really medically fragile, but they will have a complete reaction when they see their buddy come into the room. Um, so those are things that you can't quantitatively 
put on a sheet of paper to give to somebody and say, this is what we're doing. It's something people have to see to understand. And like, um, I've had parents that have like emailed me or called me and said, you don't know how amazing it is that my child is telling me that he has plans this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was it's like little things like that, you know, that, that mm-hmm. as a parent, the parents, I cannot even imagine how much gratitude they have for this program, for individuals like you, Nancy, and, uh, and you, Lindsay, to spearhead all this. Well, and the thing is, too, is it's a it's a learning experience for everyone. Parents, yeah. We don't have parents attend our events. It's it's they leave and go like they drop. See you later. And that's hard for parents. Oh, God, yeah. Especially parents that have never been able to go to an organization and leave their kid. Um, I had a situation this summer. I was like, okay, bye to the mom. And she was like, well, I don't stay. I'm like, he's 18. No, you do not stay. Would you stay with a typical student that was 18? Ah, uh, yes. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, we'll see you in a couple hours. And she came back and she was thrilled because uh. she felt safe. Her son felt safe. And it was one of those things where it's like it, no one had ever given her the opportunity to leave her son somewhere. And no one had given him the opportunity to experience something without a family member there. Yeah. So these are things that, like, again, school districts, yes, you are probably doing things that are helpful in your communities. Everyone's trying. But this is just one more layer of, of help that you can give people. Yeah, yeah. Jake, how do you, uh, how old are you, Jake? I'm 21. And how long, um, well, I guess 18 months, right? Been yeah. part of Nazareth Best Funders. Okay. Um, how much do you love it? What What is the best part of Best Buddies for you? Well, I like buddy pairs. Uh-huh. And what do you got? How about the activities that you guys do? Well, we did the prom fashion show, the friendship walk, the friendship ball, the end of the semester bash, the spread the word week. Oh, and the NAS basketball game versus RIT. Ooh, that sounds fun. Now, the prom one, the last time you were in, Lindsay, Mm -hmm. with a bunch of other buddies, they cited that as a great event. Uh, Everyone loves that. Yeah, it, it was. We were donated a space in actually Syracuse. They paid for the entire prom for the kids. Did they really? Um, and some, there are kids there that were in Jake's age that had never gone to prom and never gone to a dance and then had never had that experience of dressing up and going somewhere. So we're so thankful that we have those opportunities. Jake actually traveled um, to Indiana with us this year, so did Nancy. But Jake like left with his buddies and went to Indiana for a conference and you know wow. got to experience things without a family member there, which is huge. Again, traveling. Yeah. Traveling is a big thing for anybody. Yeah. When you got, we had 40 kids from the area go to Indiana and they all tra- traveled by themselves. They all figured it out. And <laughs> is it exciting, Jake, to be a part of this? Yep. Yeah. Jake, what are you doing it. this year with me? What is, what is your role? Well, I'm going to be a champion with my friend Meg. Yes. That, but what are you going to do in the office? I might do some filing, shredding. What's that called, Jake? As I word. Intern. Very oh, nice. So what's really cool about our organization is we offer internships, but we offer them to individuals that have IDD as well as uh, typical students. So Jake is actually our second individual with IDD that will be um, an intern in our office. What? Are you excited about that, Jake? Yep. Are you a little nervous? No, I'm not. No, you shouldn't be nervous. You're going to nail it. Just like you're nailing this interview. You're going to be fantastic. Now, how many um, how many hours do, do you work, Jake? Jake's been working about... Seven hours a week in our office. Okay. Which nice. is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. They're um, working you hard, Jake. <laughs> we're going to take Jake to schools with us. We're going to take him into meetings with us um, because people need to hear the impact from him, yes. not me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could talk all day long, but to hear his impactful stories about how he enjoys it and, you know, the text messages I get from him saying he's excited about something that we're doing, you know, that's what makes it worthwhile for me anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and the champion effort is... Um, is a campaign that you're doing now. Yeah, so it's kind of a new idea. Um, 
you know, we look at fundraisers. Everyone does a fundraiser, especially for nonprofits. Um, everyone does a tasting event. Everyone does a walk. These are things that people always do and like they're great and everyone gets yeah. involved. Um, for us, we wanted to do something a little different, something that was more exciting for the area. So basically it's a competition, an eight week competition where we're pairing up individuals like Jake with people in our community. We have um, Chris Taylor, the head coach of the Amherst that's involved. Oh, nice. We have a couple people from Cuomo's um, group that's going to be involved. We have GM employees. We have lawyers. We have all these different people that are getting involved with our organization. Um, and they're going to get paired up. And then for eight weeks, they compete against each other to see who can raise the most awareness and the most money for Best Buddies. Okay. Super fun. Um, we're having a big kickoff um, event at the Playhouse um, in South Wedge, which is an old church that got turned into an arcade, which is so fun. So we're going to have burgers and tater tots the first night. And then, you know, for eight weeks, they can do whatever they want. They can have a car wash. They can have Jake's actually going to learn how to bartend and guest bartend because that's something he wants to do. So him and his buddy. Are do actually- you really, Jake? Yep. Okay, Jake, <laughs> I did that once and only once. I was a mess. I did. I don't know. I was I'm a sucky bartender. So I'm like, can I just wash dishes? I know how to do that. So I was there washing the dishes. Because, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure you're going to do a fantastic Jake's job. got a good memory. So we're hoping that that's what helps him he's always wanted to learn how to and now the opportunity is to present oh, himself how cool of you jake um, that's awesome okay we're gonna be doing things like um my friend is going to have a football game at his house everyone comes over to watch it and they all pay 25 dollars to watch the football game at his house oh, nice. um, and he's gonna invite his buddy over to do that with them so they all can meet him as well so it's just again it's the reason we really like it is because it's fun it's exciting it's different for rochester which is huge and it's fun and just it's do whenever you can think of something, a fun activity yep. that'll generate money and awareness. Yep. hundred percent. And we want them to have a relationship with the person that they're working with. We call them campaign managers. Um, and then along with that, we um, are definitely looking for sponsorships. Our sponsorship levels um, start at 500, which is kind of low for a sponsorship for an event. But we did that because we want to get as many people involved as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and tickets are $75, which, again, is kind of low. We're going to have a party at the end at the Arbor Loft, which is just such a great space mm-hmm. as is. Um, and then we'll crown the champion there. So, And is there a are you setting a goal the first year or is that no? Yeah, right? we yeah. have a little bit of a goal. Um, we're trying to hit 50,000. OK, any rich people out there want to call? And just <laughs> yeah, give me a call. Give us the 50,000. I'll, I'll give Sandy my, my telephone number. <laughs> Um, but again, if you look at it from a perspective of, you know, we want people to raise a couple of thousand themselves, we have 10 to 12 champions, yeah. it's doable. And yeah. I think that, again, once people learn and understand what we're doing, they're going to want to get involved. I'm not going to yeah. have to like, ask and any them. little bit counts. <laughs> oh my God. $10 and, yeah. helps. Like awesome. anything that helps. I mean, we do things like the prom and we do things like a, you know, we're going to do a Halloween party this year. If you can donate pumpkins, like that helps us. Like okay. we love to do stuff like that. Um, anything helps. Like that's one thing that people I think should take away from charities is anything you can do really helps. Now, what's the best way to get a hold of you and to learn more about Best Buddies? Um, honestly, I'm gonna give everyone my cell phone number, and I don't care. Are just, you just, really? Just call my phone. I really don't care. Oh um, boy, this is dangerous. It's fine. It's really fine because <laughs> okay. that's I'm on the road constantly, um, in schools, out of schools, you know, and traveling with the kids and. I want to talk to people. I want you to. I want you to tell me why okay. you want to get involved. So um, it's 585-259-4558. Okay, and then the website to go to. <laughs> website to go to. like, oh my god. Okay, because Nancy knows my phone is constantly going off. Um, it's bestbuddies.org. Um, it's really easy. That's our our international website. If you click on New York, you'll you'll see all of our stuff there. Okay, so. and like social media is really social easy media to is get huge for us. 
Okay. Social media is just do best buddies in Best Buddies New York is we post probably six or seven times a day of awesome. events going on in the state. So wonderful. Well, good luck with everything. And we'll bring you back into, you know, kind of learn how it's developing yeah. and how it's going along. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thank you. And Jake, thank you. Good luck bartending. I'll be on the other side of the bar. <laughs> I'll order something easy from you. Thank you.